This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 296, I believe. Now, this is the podcast every week thing. I feel disgusted that I did not do this on a Monday because Monday is the day for podcasts, isn't it? But unfortunately, I had a busy weekend with two little monsters at home. So we are doing this on a Tuesday. Blimey, this feels strange, doesn't it? And it's just me and you today. As I mentioned, I'm going to do more of these episodes, me and you, where hopefully I can do some more educational things, let's say. So this week I have a real beauty of an episode for you, in my opinion, obviously. And this episode will be especially useful for you if you live in the UK. I know I have lots of listeners, lots of rock and rollers that live in the UK and I'm starting to think this is the direction I'm going towards to really help the people living in the UK or for anyone that wants to really and truly master the English language and not just the English language. British English for two reasons. One, I hate America, as you know. (laughs) Hopefully substitute Sabrina is not listening. Two, because I am British and this is what I can help you with the most. I also now live in England, so I know much more about British English than I do about American English. So I want to talk to you today about listening. The most difficult skill to learn in English. All of the learners I've ever had always say they have difficulty with listening. We will see why that is in a minute. One of the reasons is because nobody ever actually teaches you how to listen. It's just testing. I've seen this and I've also done this as a teacher myself. In the language classroom, I had 10 students, let's say, children, teenagers, adults, and I followed the methods that I was taught when I qualified to become an English teacher. And the method is this. Play the recording once and give them a gist question, they say. So a gist thing is like, is the speaker happy or not happy? You play it once, people listen, they answer that one question. Then you play it again and you have specific questions, comprehension questions. At the end, you say, did you get the answer right? And many people say, No. And you say, oh, you put B. No, it's not B. It's A. And that's it. So you're not actually teaching people how to listen. You're just testing it. And then you kind of just hope they get better later and they listen to more and they get better. But that does not teach you how 
to listen, especially when you get to a higher level and you want to understand really, really fast spoken English, which is what happens when you talk to a British person. We speak quickly, like everyone does in their native language. The thing about English, though, is that words and sounds change and you need to know how and why this happens to understand it. So here is the problem, which I'm going to explain with a metaphor, let's say. Okay, so let's use this analogy, metaphor, whatever you want to call it. Words are like plants, okay? And when we learn these words, let's say they are in my house. Remember, each word is a plant. And in my house, there is one plant and then a space and then another plant. They are all separated. So if we change this to words, each word is separate from the next word. So it sounds like this. That's the, let's say, house version. Okay, so if I take a phrase, this is how it would sound. Did you make her? All words pronounced perfectly, exactly like you would hear them in the dictionary. Now, that's how we learn words. For example, the word did, we learn it like that, did. But when we speak quickly, that word will change. But the problem is we look for that word did. So when it changes, we don't understand. Okay, now let's move to the next category. Okay, the next category is the garden, where the plants, the words, are now all touching each other. But they are still quite organised. Okay, they are linked. But as I said, there is still some order. So if we take the phrase again, did you make her? This would probably become, did you make her? Now, in that one, I've lost the H of her and I've said, did you make her? Make her. But it's still understandable, let's say. The next phase is the jungle. Okay, now in the jungle, it's difficult to see where one word ends and the next word begins. So that phrase, did you make her, becomes Jamaica, Jamaica. So if you are looking for the word did there, you will not find it because it's not there. It's just Jamaica. Now, if you live in the UK, you will notice that 95% of native English speakers speak like the jungle. And unless somebody actually shows you how to understand jungle listening, it's very, very difficult. Unless someone explains to you that did you becomes ja, Jamaica, ja like it, for example. If no one explains you this and shows you this, why it happens, 
you are going to have a lot of difficulty. But once you know this, your ears open and suddenly things start making sense. Now, as for speaking, it's actually better to speak in the garden form, because if you speak in the jungle form, it's actually more difficult for people to understand you. So that's not good. But for listening, we have to be prepared for the jungle. What I always say is hope for the best. Hope this person talks in the garden mode or even better, (laughs) the house mode of did you like her? Then you have no problems. You will definitely understand. So hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Prepare for the jungle. So when you're at work and you're talking to someone on the phone, you have no difficulty to understand. Now, there are specific ways to understand what happens in the jungle. You need to enter the jungle. Have a look around. Understand how it works. Talk to the lion. (laughs) Talk to the tiger. Talk to everyone. And then you will understand how it works and you will understand the sounds, how and why they change, which will open your ears and you will start to notice new things, new sounds. But if you don't open your ears to these new sounds, you will never, ever learn them. Now, here is an example of opening your ears opening your senses. Again, a very strange example. Now, when I was living in Rome, okay, this is a true story. A friend came to my house with a foldable bike, you know, the ones that fold in two, that you can bring with you on the train, etc. So he came into my apartment. This is 2011 with this bike, which he folded and had inside my apartment and I was shocked. I had never actually seen one of these before, certainly not folded, especially inside my apartment. And I immediately thought, wow, I really, really want that bike. And the next day I was walking to work and I probably saw 20 of those foldable bikes. Now, remember, the day before, I had never seen one. But then the next day, I saw 20. And the day after that, another 20, 30. The day after that, another 20 or 30. Now, why didn't I notice those bikes before? Why didn't I notice them before my friend brought that bike to my house? The answer is because they hadn't been brought to my attention. I didn't even know that they existed. In the same way, if you don't understand the sounds of English and you are not able to hear them, if you don't understand how jungle listening works, you will never understand it. It's like they don't exist like the foldable bike and you will not notice them. But if you do, if you do understand the jungle, how it works, 
you will be able to hear the small differences in words, you will be able to understand fast connected speech and you will be able to even speak better as you will start using these sounds as you will learn from sounds just like babies do. They first of all listen then speak. The main problem is you are trained to look for words that don't actually exist using the example before. You are looking for did you, did you make her? But we're not saying that. We're saying ja, Jamaica, Jamaica. The things that actually exist are syllables and sounds. So when you retrain your brain and your ears to look for them or to hear them, you will see them. You will see them everywhere like I did with the bike. Now, this is a large part of my course fluency via pronunciation and storytelling which i am thinking of restructuring okay so i can help you more so if you are interested in finding out about this course the restructuring about how to understand jungle listening stop this podcast right now and complete the google form in the link and register your interest that's it it's a very quick questionnaire. I said Google form, but in reality, it's a questionnaire that will take you about 60 seconds to complete. Okay. And if you have zero interest in the course, don't worry. That's no problem. But please start investigating how jungle listening works, especially if you live in the UK or if you listen to the radio in the UK or watch British TV programs in reality, even American programs, because it will help you understand a lot. This is not a case of practice makes perfect, because again, if those sounds are not inside of your brain, you will miss them. Once they are, you will see them and hear them everywhere, just like I did with the bike. So thanks a lot for listening, everyone. I will see you very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.